Adam, do you know what time it is? I don't know, lunchtime? No, it's face off time, baby! Let's go, let's go, let's go! Hey, hockey fans. Welcome to Face Off with me, Matteo Colosimo, and my co-host, Adam Fardella, as we'll be discussing our list on different topics throughout the hockey world. Hey, Adam, this is our first episode. You excited? Excited to be here, excited to start this journey, and ready to go. On our first episode, we'll be discussing our top 10 centermen in the NHL. I think my list is going to be way better than Adam's, to be honest. How do you feel, Adam? Yeah, I think uh, I think it'll be good. You know, centermen, it's a very rich position in the National Hockey League. You know, you got a lot of good centermen uh, scattered across this league. Uh, you know, I think hopefully just for some entertainment, there's going to be some hot takes. I know there are a few on my list and we haven't reviewed these yet. Uh, we haven't showed each other this yet. So there's going to be that element of surprise. And let's get these honorable mentions going. For sure. For sure. Let me start off with my honorable mentions. First off is Gino Malkin from the Pittsburgh Penguins. So Gino hasn't been playing that well the past few years, especially in the playoffs. A few of the playoffs, he looked like my uncle on the ice. Like, he's just been very slow. He's not coordinated at all. He has been making bad passes at the neutral zone. He made me want to throw my remote across the TV because I'm a Penguins fan. But you know what? He still produces a bit in the regular season. Yeah. So you got to put him in the honorable mentions. Um, my next one is John Tavares. John Tavares is an interesting mm. player as he's not, he's kind of declining. He, he's not as fast as he used to be with the Islanders or he has not as good as a whole, actually. No. But you know what? He produces on a nightly basis, usually on the Leafs. So I got to put him there in my honorable mentions. How about you, Adam? So, my two honorable mentions. Um, the first one's Mika Zibanejad. So mm-hmm. these past three years um, in the league, he's really taken off, especially in his 2018-2019 season. Uh, he had 74 points in 82 games that year. Uh, and then 2019-2020, he had a 75-point season in 57 games. Definitely a breakout year. And then this past season, he had 50 points in 56 games. I think him and um, Panarin over there in New York, you know, they got a nice dynamic duel going. But I still, you know, I, I'm still reluctant about putting him in my top 10 list. So he's going to get my, you know, first uh, honorable mention here. And then up next, we have a product coming out of Carolina. Uh, we got Sebastian Ajo. Um, you know, again, he's the number one sentiment over there. Uh, again, and he also like Mika is in common over there. They had uh, both their breakout years were in the 2018-2019 season. Uh, Sebastian, actually, no, you could say in 2018 he also had a good season. 2017-2018, he had uh, 65 points in 78 games, and then 2018-19, 83 and 82, 2019-2020, 66 and 68. In this past season, he had 57-56. But just like Zabanajad, I still don't think he fits that mold. Um, I don't think he's with the players we're about to name that's about to come. I don't think he's at top 10 centerman just yet, but he's definitely, definitely an honorable mention for sure. He's borderline for me, at least. Well, Adam, I kind of disagree with that because speaking of Sebastian, he made number 10 on my list. So I hear what you're saying, but Carolina, 
has been a great team for the past three years. And I think they're going to be a great one in the upcoming season. Mm-hmm. Him and Svechnikov are going to be a menace to the whole league <laughs> as they're young and fast and they're just going to get even better and better. As last year, he had 57 points in 56 games. I think that's really good, and he's become really consistent. And I just think he's one of the top 10 centermen in the league. How about you, Adam? So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's understandable. You know, I said that, you know, he could be borderline uh, top 10 for me. So I understand why you put him in there. But look, the next guy I'm about to name at the 10th position, although he doesn't have the productions like the Zubana Jads and the Ahos that I named in my honorable mentions, I still think he fits that mold, and I think he could be a heck of a player in years to come, and that's Matt Barzell, the speedster. Um, You know, he fits this modern game perfectly. I think he fits that McDavid, McKinnon, you know, type of mold in terms of, you know, speed and skill and playmaking. You know, he's obviously not, not their type of, you know, caliber of player yet, but I think he definitely could be. Uh, obviously, he stepped it up last year. Uh, 48 points in 55 games, uh, 45 points, sorry, in 55 games. You know, I think he's, I think this season, I think we could see him take that next step and, you know, he could become a point per game player there in New York. Obviously got a great team there. I agree. I agree. He's somewhere on my list, but I'm not going to say. All right. So this brings me to my number nine on my list. Mr. Suspension, Mark Shifley. Okay, okay, Montreal fans, calm down, calm down. (laughs) Let me explain myself here, okay? Mark Shifley has been consistent every year. This is why usually in fantasy I pick Mark Shifley because he's always consistent for my team. Like last year, this guy was a beast. He had 63 points in 56 games. And he could literally, you could literally put him in almost in every situation. Penalty kill, power play, four on four, three on three. Any situation, Mark Shifley will be there for you. I feel like he is the best player on Winnipeg and carries the team. People who think Kyle Connor's the best could suck my left bum cheek. He's just he's just way, <laughs> he's just a way better player in my opinion. Um, I just think he's proven himself to be on the top ten center list, and I feel like he's going to be even great for the future of the Winnipeg Jets. So what's your number nine, Adam? So my number nine, just coming off a new contract extension, eight-year deal. Uh, it's Braden Point coming out of Tampa Bay. You know, again, I think he's their their franchise centerman uh, coming off a, a new a new extension, uh, an AAV, a hefty price tag, but I think it's worth it, $9.5 million. Um, you know, again, this guy is fucking Mr. Go-To in the playoffs. Um, you know, 2019-2020 season, obviously, was a big part of that project and their quest for silverware. Uh, 33 points in 23 games. And this season, again, he did it again. Point-per-game player in the playoffs. 23 points in 23 games. Back-to-back Stanley Cup champions. And I think there's only more to come from this guy. He's an absolute stud. Uh, and I'd love to have him if I'm a GM building any team. Uh, he's definitely a number one centerman. And that's why he's top 10 in the league. I agree. I agree. That's He almost broke the record in the playoffs for most goals in a row. This guy, is, he's a menace for sure. Animal. So, animal for sure. 
So at number eight, I got Connor McDavid sidekick. I would say Leon Dreisaitl. <laughs> so they're gonna say McDavid, man. My balls drop. <laughs> <laughs> so Leon Dreisaitl, you know what? He produces a lot and a lot. But does that make him like one of the most impactful players in the league? I don't think so. I think I was pretty fair at number eight. Some Edmonton fans might be punching their wall right now. But I think he's a good player. But without McDavid, do you think he's going to carry a team by himself? No. No. <laughs> exactly. Like he, okay, I, he's on this list because of how his point production is. And it's just crazy. It's 84 points in 56 games. Was this guy a magician? Oh my god, but yeah, um, he's not very good defensively. He, he can't. He's not a good all-around player, but he's amazing offensively, which matters a lot in hockey. So that's why he's at uh, my number eight. What's your number eight, Adam? Bit of a bit of a hot take here. Oh, number eight for me is Barkov. I think um, you know. I just think there's better players that I put above him. Uh, you know, on this list, 26 years old, you know, past four, I'd say yeah, four or five years, he's been a solid number one centerman. Um, he's coming off a 58, 50 uh, point ratio. Um, you know, he's been a point per game player, I think, every year for the past four years. Uh, actually, you know, he missed out by one in 2018 and four in 2020. He's still elite, uh, you know, definitely makes a top 10 list, but I just think there's there's better players above him, in my opinion. So, sorry, Panthers fans. Sullivan Arena. I'll say he's on my upcoming list, but I'll not say where he is. So, yeah. at my number seven, like Adam had on his list, Mr. Matthew Barzell. I think Matthew Barzell has to be – if not one of the most underrated players in the league right now, his Islanders always make it to the semis. In the past two years, they've made it to the conference finals. They lose to Tampa, but it, mm-hmm. it's Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are you, you going to beat them? Especially when they have the big three of Kucherov, Tampa. So like Kucherov, Stamkos, and Hedman. Um, I just think he's been a, he's a really amazing player. Very skilled. He... He carries his team on the number one line right there. I don't know how he's going to do this year without Eberle on his line, but I feel like he's going to still do really well. As this year, he had 45 points in 55 games. I'm expecting Barzal to have more than a point per game this year. Yeah, I I, I agree there. I I, I feel like he's going to take the next step this year and really be, uh, I think, a top three centerman this year, in my opinion. Uh, how about you, Adam? Your number seven. All right. So at number seven on my list, I've got arguably the best um, two-way player in the league. You know, obviously, you know, the, you know what? The points may not reflect how good this guy is, you know, but I got Patrice Bergeron. I Ooh. think in the defensive zone, there's no one better. I don't care who you are. Um. You know, and, and, you know, he does get that point pro- uh, projection. Uh, you know, he obviously, he's been in the league a while now, and, you know, he's really picked it up. He's, he's Mr. Reliable, I think, for the Bruins. 
they obviously got that three headed monster over there of a line. Arguably the one of the best lines in the NHL with Marshine Pasta and Bergeron. And I think he's a veteran presence over there in Boston. Um, you know, 48 points in uh, 54 games last year, 56 and 61, 79 and 65, 63, 64. You get the point. He produces. And he also produces on the defensive side of the, of the, of the play. So that's why I think he makes the list is his elite defensive play and his reliability. Yeah, uh, I agree, but I don't have him nowhere near my 10 list. But I would probably put him an honorable mention. Bergeron is definitely a two-way GOAT for sure. Um, On my number six on my list, it's what Adam also had before on his list, Mr. Braden Point. This guy, he's going to be one of the best centermen in the league for in the future for sure. In the playoffs? I asked my dad, is that is that Wayne Gretzky on the ice or Braden Point? This guy was scoring <laughs> almost every single game. I think he scored in nine straight games in the playoffs. He was an absolute menace to the Islanders. I felt yeah. I saw Adam Pellick. I think I saw him crying on the bench over there because of how good <laughs> he was playing. And fucking Shea Weber, bro. He looked like he was like a in the old age home compared to Braden Point. He's been <laughs> He's a he's actually such a good player. And one of the reasons why I put him number six. But wait, wait. So he had 48 points in 56 games, just like Barzell. I think he's gonna go way bomb go more up on the point per game, also. And him and Barzell, I feel like are kind of on the same boat. Like young, very skilled centermen that I feel that are gonna progress a lot in the next year. Mm-hmm. So what's your number six, Adam? So at number six on my list is going to be Buffalo's only hope, and that's Jack Eichel. Seen this guy play many times live. Um, listen, if I'm Jack Eichel, I don't know what the f- is going through my head in Buffalo. The only thing I'm thinking is get out of Dodge. Because I'm, honest, I'm being honest, man. You're just wasting your career over there. They got no pieces to go with this guy whatsoever. You know, if McDavid wasn't in his draft, arguably, uh, you know, he's the number one pick in any other draft class. Um, that's relative to his when he was selected. You know, there's one to be debated on, but we'll get to that later. Um, you know, so obviously he's a point per game player. Um, last year, obviously, he got injured. He only played 21 games. But in those 21 games, he had 18 points. Um, previous year, he had 78 and 68 and 82 and 77. You know, he's just, he's a big body, um, 24 years old, six, six feet tall, 210 pounds. He's just a beast. He can obviously skate. The kid's got wheels. And he's just a force to be reckoned with out there. Listen, Jack, let me be your agent. I'll <laughs> have Buffalo anytime you want me to. Jack, Eichel, you hear that? If you're listening to this podcast, go ahead up on him, man. Uh, Hit me up in the DMs on IG. I got you, buddy. Don't worry. <laughs> Sadly, I don't have Jack on this list because of his Buffalo Sabres. I don't I, I I'd feel like I'd get to like judge him a bit more if he was more on like a a better team than the <laughs> Sabres last year with Jeff Skinner looking like he was a 90-year-old man on the ice. Okay, <laughs> so that leads me to All right, folks. So that's our top 10 NHL centermen from rankings 10 to 6. 
Catch us in the next episode where we'll discuss our top five cinnamon rankings, five to number one. And then we'll also be critiquing our list and doing a full-on debate in that episode in part two. See you there.